Hey friends, Dr. Hans, the investing tutor. And in this podcast episode, I get to interview Richard. Richard is an accountant, soon to be pharmacist. And we dive into some really important and crucial topics. I know for sure you're going to absolutely enjoy the very first podcast episode of 2019. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Investing Tutor Podcast, the show for professionals looking to master the most up-to-date strategies needed to build wealth and provide a stable financial future. Here's your host, Dr. Hans Boateng. Right from childhood, I've always been fascinated about making money, about investing. So I was like, okay, the easiest way or the, the, the only way that I knew by then was to at least get myself acquainted to something which was no other thing but accounting. So that's why I decided to do accounting. But unfortunately, I will be very honest with you. Um, after graduating from, uh, with a bachelor's in accounting in Africa, I, I can tell you that I had no clue too about investment. You know, I had no clue. I just, because what they do is, in school, they just give you they give you the basics, you know. And for me, I felt like the basics was not good enough. So I was still very blown, and I was still very, um, let's say, uh, empty-handed when it when it came to investing. So, just to answer your question, the goal for me doing accounting was one to find a job after I graduate, and then two to be able to get myself acquainted with how to invest and how to make money. I mean, I still have my friends, my age mates, uh, my family members that are so clueless on how the system works. Because the, the myth is for you to start investing, you should have a lot of money. So when you start talking to investment, when you start talking about investments to them, what they are thinking is, man, I don't have enough to even start investing. Not knowing that necessarily you don't, have, you don't need to have a lot of money to start. You can start as little as ten, twenty, fifty dollars a month, or every two weeks, depending on what you prefer. So, just to tell you that, if you don't know how this system works, you will never succeed because all you will do is you will work the money and you spend, work and you spend, and the day you are not able to work the money, that is where you start facing issues. You start seeing the other side of life because. In America, no money, nobody's going to pay to you. The banks will come after your house, they'll come after your car, in short, everything. One thing I like about your program is it is very legit and we can relate to it because we are immigrants. And you talking about facts that matter to us. It's not something abstract. You're talking about 401k, you're talking about life insurance policies. These are things that I've seen affect a lot of people around me. You know, I, I think I, was, I will just share you a short story. Um, when I came into the United States in 2008, uh, I found my first job, as I remember quite all right, September 9, 2008. So when I went in to do the paperwork after I've done all the background checks and stuff, and I had one of my friends call me and say, listen, when you go, to the human resource office, they will tell you to sign the paperwork and they will tell you, hey, you can sign this so that you can start contributing in your 401k. Make sure you don't sign those papers because make sure you decline because what 
what is going to happen is they will, they will take that money from your paycheck and you will never see that money again. And these are the words they, all, they told me. This is exactly the advice they gave me. I had no clue. And I went and signed and declined it. You know, I was like, oh, if I want to ever retire, I'll retire and go back to Africa. So that is the mentality most Africans, at least that I've talked to, have when it comes to uh, contributing to your retirement, like 401k or other retirement uh, sources. Yes, the notion that I'm going to retire in Africa, I'm going to go back home, right? Or right. that I'm going to just buy land and build a house and that that's going to take care of retirement is a very interesting thing that I find really hard to understand because to me, I look at a house and I don't see how building a house is, is an asset. What is that house going to generate for you? What concerns me the most is when individuals actually want to invest and they are looking for a place to put their money and then they are led astray. It is so, it is, it is like, I cannot believe how many people have been led astray. They come and they tell you that, hey, if you buy a life insurance policy, this life insurance policy has what is called like an investment portfolio attached to it. So they convince you. You know, these people, they always come and then they run numbers, very convincing numbers to, to get people trapped into their thinking. And it is so frustrating because we that we are a little bit financially literate, you know for sure that investing in a life insurance policy, rather investing in a 401k, is not the same. Because they come out with all these stories and say, hey, if you put this amount every month in your life insurance policy, this is how much money you will get, this is how much interest you will get on your money, and at a certain point, this policy will start paying for itself. And guess what? They don't want to end there. They will tell you that, hey, if you ever have any financial issues, you will have to, you can borrow some of that money and use it. But I'm telling you, when you analyze this policy, it does not make any sense. Because remember that if you were to invest this money either in the stock market or in ETFs or in your own in your 401k if you could only imagine how much this money will grow again it's just i will always go back to if you don't know and then you you fall victim to some of these uh, people i don't even know if maybe the people selling the insurance policy maybe if they don't understand what they are doing or if they are only focused on the commissions that they get like i don't even know because there are only two ways to get money out of an insurance policy, as you said. You can either right. borrow the money, or if you try and take the money out of the policy, it will terminate the policy. So then it's like, how right. are you telling someone it's an insurance, it's an investment vehicle for their future, or they can use the money to take care of their kids when they cannot pull money out of the policy without returning it? It's right. so concerning. It really bothers yeah. me. I, I myself, I mean, I fell victim to one of those policies. I got I got somebody to convince me to invest in a life insurance policy, and they convinced me that you know uh, a whole life is way better than a term life, and you know, and I got look into it, and they convinced me how great a whole life policy is, 
One, it's either the people that are selling these policies, one, they don't understand what is going on, or two, they know what is going on, but they are just so focused on their commission because they have to make a living. So that's what they've chosen. That I feel like it is left for those individuals that are actually buying the policies to do their own personal investigations, to do their own personal research. Because I'm telling you these days, money does not come easy. So before I invest in anything, I don't rush. I have to make sure I do my research and see how feasible it is. You know, there is no, no investment is 100% guaranteed. But at least if you are informed in that uh, avenue, you will be able to weigh the options, the pros and the cons in every situation. I read that 85% of whole life policies terminate later in life. So only 15% of people who start a whole life insurance policy will be able to have and keep that policy for the rest of their life. The reason that happens is because later in life, when you are, let's say, 60, 70, 75, Right. It's really hard to keep on paying that $600 a month. At a certain point, you'd be like, I'm tired of putting this money into this policy. And the sad thing is that the moment you stop, the insurance company takes everything that you've been paying your entire life. It's so true. sad. When you are most vulnerable in the future, if you miss one payment, the insurance company keeps everything. Even though you've been paying for over 30 years of your life it's so sad and and i don't i mean i guess it emphasizes the need for financial education because when you don't understand how a financial product works whatever someone tells you you kind of believe it so when you don't have right. an honest genuine person communicating that information you can easily be led astray that's true yeah just to add on that and if you have 85% uh, people that contribute to a whole life policy not able to cash out at the end of the, at the, that, the, the policy period, that is really sad. They don't tell you that after five years or after 10 years, your rate is going to increase. You know, they just look at, they tell you just the initial face value. And you sitting there, you, you think maybe this is just what I'll be paying and to get this much money at the end of the day. Whereas at a certain point, you're like, man, this stuff is becoming expensive, just as you said, because the older we become, the, the lesser money you, you're able to make because you are not able to work as much. People don't actually sit down and digest these policies themselves before they sign up. So one last question that I have for you, how did you come to find out about the investing tutor, what I do and how it's you know, been helpful? I am somebody that I read a lot of uh, books on finance and investment. So one day, I think it was on Facebook, that somebody shared one of your writings. And you were talking about investments, you were talking about student loans, you were talking about a, a, quite a, a wide range of uh, issues. And I got reading about what you wrote. And I was like, hey, I can call this guy because I enjoy the way he analyzes these topics. So remember, I called you, and probably that was like uh, eight months ago. It was called, yeah. And I called you, and we started talking about stuff. And I remember, I think it was a uh, peak of uh, Bitcoin, because I did invest a little bit in the uh, Bitcoin, in the cryptocurrency in the, uh, industry. 
So I did call you. And then when we talked, I was like, I'm really impressed because you being a pharmacist and being also an in, uh, investment tutor is very, very nice because I could relate to you because I'm very soon I'll be a pharmacist. And then I was like, I like what you're saying. I like what you're talking about because in a few years, I will be in your shoes. So why not learn from somebody who has already tested the waters and have seen how deep the waters are? And to tell you the truth, when I started listening to your podcast, it has actually helped me tremendously because there have been topics that I've been split, where to go left or right. But after listening to you analyze those topics, um, I was really, really impressed, and I, I was able to make my decisions. And to add to that, I've actually shared your, your podcast, and I will advise anybody that comes across your podcast to share them to as many people as possible. Because what you are teaching us is nothing abstract. It's not as if you are making up numbers. These are facts. And this is what people have applied and have succeeded. This is what you yourself, Dr. Hans, you've applied and you've succeeded. So why not share that knowledge? And that's why I'm always eager to talk about your podcast. I'm always, always eager to talk about what you do to my friends, my fellow pharmacists, and my fellow uh, like colleagues at work. And I really want to encourage you. I know you're busy, but I really want to encourage you to keep doing what you're doing because you don't know how many lives you've changed. You may not know, but I'm personally telling you because after sharing your podcast to a couple of people, they came back and they gave me positive reviews. And I'm like, hey, the only thing you can do, he's not asking for any money, just keep sharing. Because the more people know about it, the better. Because I feel like your goal is to make us immigrants in particular to be financially literate because if you know how to manage your money no matter how small the money is one day you'll be rich thank you you really will i sincerely appreciate that richard thanks for sharing your stories your experience and i know we'll be continuing this conversation very very soon thanks so much